Welcome to this week's edition of the Prep Zone Report. Uh, joining uh, me this week, Mike Sauter, is Stu Pospisil. Stu, thank you very much for your time this week. Um, greatly appreciated. Uh, we want to touch on a few different things. We'll talk about uh, normally what we do about some recruiting things. But first, let's just talk about, I wanted to discuss your uh, ratings and the changes that you know you made from maybe week one to even now week heading into week three or or just from last week to this week well the the uh top two have stayed the same mike you know bellevue west uh goes out and beats its first two opponents putting up 63 each week so they've outscored their opponents 126 to 6 <laughs> bellevue east hard to uh, move them from that yeah you're, you're you know <laughs> a shout out over bellevue east is expected unfortunately right. for the chieftains but uh Millard South has um, played solid the past uh, two weeks and starting 2-0. and And then Westside's moved up to third since um, uh, we had Burke uh, losing last week to Millard West. That was kind of the the uh, instigator for last week's yeah. changes uh, where Millard West goes up to uh, number four. Elkhorn South, number five. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got that big game uh, lurking next with week. Bellevue yeah. West next week. That's going to be... Uh, Really good litmus test for both for both teams, mm-hmm. honestly. And then uh, the rest of the top ten: Lincoln Southeast, Grand Island, uh, Omaha Creighton Prep, and Omaha North. With yeah. um, probably Carney and Lincoln East knocking on the and door that, first. Yeah, and that little uh, Lincoln East and Southwest play this week, so they can get, Lincoln East has a chance to kind of prove their mettle a little bit. And, and then I think it's Southeast the week after that. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, the East is the only team not to have given up a point on any level this year in the right. state. So, um, you know, good solid start for John Giggory's crew, but uh, the tougher games lie ahead. Right. And then Class B, um, Scott Roncalli, you moved Roncalli up even after losing, right? I they, did. They, I, we were both there. I think they're pretty good. So. Yeah, and I, I think somebody that I couldn't get in last week's column, but I'll be writing a little bit about, I think, on Friday is Derek Rogers. Yeah. Uh, younger brother of um, last year's All State or Alex. He, if if he can give them what he gave them on Friday night and keep improving as a sophomore, this is the speed element that they were looking when after Alex uh, graduated. Mm-hmm. And little brother's got a lot of tools, don't you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, I was impressed with him and and then the Orr brothers too. Right. Um, and we've seen their skills in basketball right. and now with uh, with. Um, you know their football play and Gunnar Ott had yeah, a solid game he did for, for them Scott, but yeah. you know Scott's going to have to shore up its pass defense and so maybe they don't see passers as good as Nick Bond and, and uh, Jack Dotzler yeah. but uh, they've given up 700 yards through the air in the first two that's weeks and that's that's a lot Norris um, still looking for uh, uh, their first big test they've won a couple they're number three Roncalli at one and one's four Waverly York Grand Island Northwest Solid win over a McCook team that's probably a notch or two down from yeah. traditional McCook levels, but still a win over a Jeff Gross team you have to value. Right. And then Blair uh, had a late pick six go against it uh, with York, or a fumble uh, mm-hmm. by Collingham picked up for York last week. Hastings, and then probably uh, we're going to talk about surprise teams. Right. Elkhorn Mount Michael off to a 2-0 start. And, right. Uh, with new quarterback and uh, yeah. some new faces. They're, they're they're one for sure. And then we'll we'll discuss kind of the next week's matchups and stuff. But um, C one, any changes there? 
Not really. You know, uh, Aurora and Wahoo, Wahoo big, game, yeah. big game that we'll talk about. Yeah. Aurora started the year number one. They're saying at number four right now. Wahoo's moved up to number one. First time a football team at Wahoo High That's has been crazy. ranked number one. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Plenty and, of basketball teams. Right. Uh, and Pierce, number two. You still think that Adam Centro and Aurora are going to have something to say mm-hmm. about this? Aurora came back with a nice win last yeah. week over Kearney Catholic. Maybe you know the, those new starters settled down again. Mm-hmm. Adam Central's a solid football right. team. I mean, they can run, they can pass, uh, and you still got undefeated teams. You know, the likes of Ord and Wahoo Newman. I'm hearing good things about Gothenburg, Columbus Lakeview, and Ogallala with Clayton Murphy. Yeah. Uh, he comes and plays Carney Catholic in a couple weeks. Yeah, and I that, think that's a good weeks, measuring yeah. stick there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's actually next week when I was looking at it. I was week four, I think. Yeah, week four is a huge matchups all over. <laughs> um, the more that I just keep hearing and looking at it. So C two, not a lot changed. BRLD moved up, right? Right to one after after the first week. Uh, Saint Paul has never been ranked this high previously at number two. David Say Aquinas, which started out the preseason at number one. Needed two touchdowns in the last few minutes to wow. uh, beat um, uh, Norfolk Catholic last week, fourteen to three. So Catholic staying in there at number five at zero and two. They've got two tough games uh, still this week or coming up because they've got St. Paul mm. this week and BRLD the next week. Yeah, wow. They could be the best zero and four team. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever kept an zero and four team in, but if they would happen to have two close losses, I'm not sure. Anybody outside the top ten right. could have done any better than, <laughs> and, and they're very capable of winning one or both. Right, and watch them, and, and then if they go on a run and make it to the playoffs, and then you see Norfolk Catholic again in the state final, it would be no surprise because that's no. just what they do. Right, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Beller, you know, he's got more wins than anybody else in state history. You know, you've got Sutton undefeated, Fremont Bergen, Oakland Craig, Centennial, uh, Shelby, Rising City, and Utah. Round out the top ten there, yeah. and then eight man, uh, eight man one, eight man two. Any changes really? I mean, any sort of no, surprises? No, Norfolk there? Lutheran and Humphrey St. Francis started the preseason at number one. They they were off the first week because yeah. class uh, or eight man teams play nine weeks for eight games, right. so everybody gets a, a week off in there somewhere. So Norfolk Lutheran in eight man one, followed by Burwell, Howells, Dodge, Wakefield. Douglas, or excuse me, Dundee County, Stratton, Creighton, Nebraska Christian, Fullerton, BDS had a good win over um, an Elwin Murdoch team that knocked off Johnson yeah. Brock the week before, and Wisner Pilger. So Creighton's the only uh, one lost team in that bunch, and that was to Wakefield's. Mm-hmm. In eight man two, uh, everybody's got a clean slate except number seven, Lawrence Nelson, which lost to Sacred Heart last week. So that lineup, St. Francis, Sacred Heart, Bloomfield, Kennesaw, Garden County, Central Valley, Lawrence Nelson, Blue Hill, Osmond, and Pleasanton. Yeah. I, and St. Francis looks to be kind of... Uh, Sacred Heart's going to be right yeah. there, too. I, okay. You know, if they've got their quarterback mm-hmm. uh, situated because Drew Bippus was such a good multi-purpose right. guy last year. That was kind of the one unknown for, for Doug Goltz and... His concern is that he wants to see all the teams on his schedule show up, and he got right. assurance today that Omaha Christian can have is going to have enough. And, to, right, because he was thinking that there could be three games that would be oh. iffy just to play out of eight. That that'd be really unfair for any team to have to 
to face that. We got some teams that only have seven games because of forfeits that they couldn't get matched up. That's not good. Yeah. So, and then in six man, Harvard, yeah. McCool Junction, Cody Kilgore, Humphrey um, Holy Family had a tough loss to McCool Junction yeah. last week, led for most of that one. Creek Valley, Sterling, Wilcox Hildreth, Sioux County, Dorchester, and believe for the first time in school history, Grand Island Heartland. Heartland, yeah, two and zero, or one and zero, I guess they won well, last week. Beat um, uh, Spalding Academy. Beat Spalding Academy. So this is, um, well, if, if Grand Island Central Catholic were best in the ratings, we'd have all four yeah. GI teams in the rankings, the and, and CC's undefeated through two. So. Yeah. And all all four of the Grand Island teams undefeated. Right, so it's crazy. Yeah. Combined seven and zero. Oh, pretty neat, like pretty neat story there. The first week it was Hastings; all three teams were undefeated, and then now it's hey, it's the Islander the nation Island. out there. Yeah, Grand and, Island and the Vikings and the Crusaders and I can't remember offhand what the Heartland Lutheran. No, no, no. no. Uh, Eagles sorry. maybe. Sorry. Yeah. We stand corrected whenever we find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Those are changes in rundown. And then I want to talk about teams that maybe have surprised in a good way, um, teams that were maybe undervalued by you, me, everybody else uh, heading into the season that have been surprises through the two weeks of the season. Well, I, I think GI certainly has validated that, right. um, you know, it may be down a little bit from last year, but they're not going to be out of the, the, the playoff mix yeah. for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Winning that wild one with Carney mm-hmm. a week ago and then opening its new stadium that's still under construction. But, boy, is, I the saw pictures. pictures. Are, yeah, they have seat backs. And- yeah, chair backs. <laughs> it's like, wow, this. I can understand why it's the most expensive stadium in the state at $17 million. <laughs> Maybe we moved to Texas and didn't realize <laughs> yeah. it. But, uh, you know, in Class A, I, I think they've uh, very started out very strong right. uh, you know you're kind of pulling for like an Omaha South that's 2-0 and right. they come into Benson this week that's lost 19 straight if they get to 3-0 that's you know something. South South could be off record wise could have its best season this year maybe since 1983 when they won their first wow. eight and that that was with Jack Olin as coach <laughs> so that, they've had a lot of coaches since Jack yeah. and Jack's still helping out at uh, Papillion, I believe, yeah, isn't he? I think so, yeah. And then Fremont's undefeated, too. Looking right. at the schedule, they might be a team that could push in. Uh, you know, it'd be, it's going to be interesting that when district play actually starts and and uh, how, many, how much of that stuff can hold. You know, right. Um, or those records. And you look at it, you, I mean, if you go start 4, 5, and 0, 6, and 0, something like that, you're going to get a pretty good – uh, district seed, and you never know what can happen. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at Central, which has a good game with Burke on Friday night. Right. They're one and one. You look at the schedule. If if they play at the level they did against Prep last week, they look like they're capable of being six and three or seven and two. They right. they finish up with Bellevue West, so this might be the game that decides Swing whether they've got six stuff. six yeah. wins or seven. Yeah, if if they stay on their their trend. And then in B, anyone that kind of pops out to you? I know for me, it's it's York. I know tradition-wise and all that. I, I think a lot of people, not you, just in general, people are like, oh, York, well, now they lost everybody. Yeah, they lose Snodgrass, they yeah. lose Danielson. Yeah, now they're off to this start, and then they play McCook this week, who's 0-2, if they can win that one. And then they host Scott next in week four. I mean, that's... If they, if they, if they can, can get go 4-0. Oh. <laughs> well, if they get 4-0, oh, I mean, they're, they're going to be considered yeah. a contender. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I think Hastings right. maybe was a little undervalued. Uh, Scott's Bluff, though, yeah. took the wood to them after giving them right. the first touchdown first play of the game. And Scott's Bluff lost, you know, Nelson and some other pieces and brought guys back like Harsh. And, well, now Sam Clarkson just got his first right. action last week. Back, I yeah. mean, you know, uh, Bobby Mills saw that game and yeah. You know, he said, you know, they're a different offensive line with Sam Clarkson right, up there. Right, very much so. And, so. and Sebastian Harsh does his thing, and, and Kroll has stepped up from being mm-hmm. the kind of the, the relief pitcher for uh, uh, Busby mm-hmm. from last right year. And he, he's going to have a 1,000-yard season by staying yeah. healthy. And I think Mount Michael deserves yeah. a shout-out, too. I mean, I, I the, the win over Gross was a little iffy, but right. 2-0, and they've got a very favorable schedule going into – to districts, you know, it'd be good for that program to get back-to-back mm-hmm. at playoff appearances and a good seed because right. uh, in Class B, you're only going to have seven teams not go to the playoffs. Right. That's basically, you know, everybody. <laughs> Virtually everybody. And then other classes, anything stands out, like, that, you know, teams that snuck up that maybe you weren't expecting? You know, taking a look at my list, uh, Shelby Rising City knocked off yeah. – uh, Battle Creek first week seven right. to three got a validation win last week, big. They're saying at number nine, um, you know, Wisner Pilger was seven and three last year, seven and two. They're two and zero. Oh, had a good win last week um, over East Butler, who had been in the rankings because they'd beaten West Point Guardian Angels. Right. So, you know, they've they've done well, and you know, Grand Island Heartland and, and Dorchester. Yeah. Dorchester was with. Milford for a couple years uh, playing 11 man. They went back, uh, created their own six man team again, yeah. and they're two and zero. Oh, and I know the Longhorn faithful down there. They're they got to be ecstatic. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they love their football there. That's right. Um, and then moving on, I guess teams that maybe have underachieved a little bit as far as you know. It's, we're two weeks into the season, so no reason to overreact really on it. But teams that maybe thought, oh, they'd probably be a little better that that haven't been. You know, it, it's kind of so hard to say right. because you two get, weeks in, it's two like, weeks in, and you know, sometimes we're getting preview forms that are six months old. Right. We start asking for these in in February. You got kids that are playing, kids that are not playing that yeah. that get, are on maybe the sk- get injured and all kinds. You, you of stuff. know, yeah. like uh, Caden Glenn was going to be with Johnson Brock, and mm. then he moves, yeah. and now he just came out for Beatrice. Did you right. know that yeah. last mm. week? So. Yeah. We'll see him Thursday night on our Thursday night uh, lights game yeah. with um, Ralston on uh, the NebraskaPrepZone.com yeah. and KH, KXVO. But uh, yeah. you know, um, you know McCook. But I think Jeff Gross felt that it, it was going to be a little a little yeah. longer year than normal for yeah. They're you, still going to win some games. Do you, I mean, do you see anybody in Class A that? Not really. I mean, I don't. I, you look at it and it's kind of like. Everyone kind of is who we thought they maybe were. I mean, there is yeah, I mean, Miller North Zone two. They're thought they. That's one team we thought maybe started a little bit better, but like they've but, had two but tough look, games. Right. right. You yeah. know, I mean, it's going to be come down to how they do in district play, right. whether they can get to the playoffs. Right. And, and last year they were three and six, and they lost that last game to Gretna. Right. Yeah. yeah. There, there isn't. I wouldn't say in a. There's many. I that, think it's gone yeah. chalk. Yeah, pretty much chalk and. You know, Burke's out. Burke's going to be good. Millard West is probably better than I think we gave him credit for in the off season. And um, but you know, Tristan Gomez is a heck of a runner with the ball and right. quarterback. And, and well, and they found matters. another runner yeah. with Val, right. Val, is it uh, Val, Valentia? Yeah, yep. 
And then, I mean, that so that helps, and their defense is awfully good. I talked to Larry Martin this morning, mm-hmm. and he said, this is the best defense I've seen on film out of all the film we've watched so far this year. It's the best defense we'll face. So that game probably will be like 7-3 to three or 10-7. to seven. Well, I think Larry Martin has to hope it's that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm not sure right now that North can... Yeah. Can outscore right. Lloyd That's West. what I mean. It'll be a. I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring defensive mm-hmm. game, just based on kind of what he. It's up at Northwest or yeah. North yeah. Home Field, yeah. so that will play It'll into change. it some. So okay, moving on. Looking ahead to um, this week and some of the top matchups in just across the state, if you will. So in A, I have West Side and Southeast. That's the four thirty game. Four thirty game at Seacrest. Um, you know, Westside probably has not put its full team out there yet. Right. You know, Avante Dickerson's been yeah. basically restricted to defense. Right. Uh, Cal Wiedemann, I hear, is about ready to come back. Yeah. Might be this week. Full str- he's not full- quite full, but he's kind of got some stuff. Uh, I have week. the feeling that this is Westside's ready to unleash a good offense. Right. And the, to me, the key factor is how does Westside's lines fare against Southeast? Yeah. Because that's where Southeast has to do it. Mm-hmm. Also, um, uh, Nicolene from Southeast, the running back, can put up right. some yards. Now, Shannon, a quarterback, is going to have to remove some of the mistakes he had right. last week. They were only won 28 nothing. and he right. had a couple fumbles. So yeah. he's going to have to be protecting his job and protecting the ball. Job would be one. <laughs> because Daffers, yeah, it's good they've been alternating quarterbacks yeah. there. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you week three, week four, you kind of kind of – See, okay, who's going to be the one that uh, right. I'm going to rely on if, right. if uh, you're Rangatula there? Moving forward. And then we we mentioned Millard West and North. I, I think that's a huge, obviously a huge game in Class A. Um, Millard West, man, they're just running this gauntlet of the first four games but, that they have. Well, so's North, to be <laughs> that's honest. That's true, yeah. You know, Northwest yeah. you know, was, was a blowout last right. week. But North has as tough a schedule as right. – as anybody, they've got Burke coming up and Bellevue West. And right. The, I'm saying just in the first, southeast. Kind of first quarter of first the quarter, year yeah. was Millard West. You start with Millard North. Um, then last week is Burke. Burke. This week is North. And next week is Millard South. Those first Millard, four. West, Millard West, Millard South next week. So yeah. Could be gangbusters you, yeah. with, with a Millard There's, West there win. There are so many, and I'm sure we'll talk about it going forward. There are so many good games in week four. Yes. <laughs> you, have, you have that Millard West, Millard South. Which will be packed, and then uh, Elgorn South, Bellevue West. Those are just two of the top. Man, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many right. good games that that we kind and of and in all on. the classes. Right, right. North again, quarterback has to to make the right plays. Right, uh, they they've got um, Fairgood Jones. They got Llewellyn. They have like as six running backs. Right, <laughs> but you got to kind of boil that down to right. two or three. Right, you, you got your get your speed back, which I think is Fairgood Jones. Right. Llewellyn looks to be the Power the guy. power guy, yeah. and you know, there's probably still kicking themselves. How did we lose that game to prep? Yeah, that's true. And but I, I think they did find a kicker, so that's okay. a good thing. We'll, we'll we'll see, but I think they did. Well, did, did they go to Nebraska's audition? <laughs> no, they did. I think they had a kid that came out or something. They found in the halls. Um, in Class B, Scotts Bluff at Northwest. Kind of a litmus test for Northwest. Oh, I'd see. say so. I mean, beating McCook at home was. Good. Was good. Yeah. Now you come in and you you welcome Scotts Bluff, which is making its second big road trip in as many yeah. weeks because they were in Hastings last week. Right. They weren't real happy at the NSAA schedule over not. that. But uh, <laughs> no, I think it's a a good matchup, good test for uh, new quarterback uh, Rans 
Sanders at GI Northwest. Yeah. It's kind of a different offense from what I'm gathering. It's it's not the Carter Terry we're going to th- throw for 7,000 yeah. yards. There's more balance, uh, probably di- predicated by the, the talent there yeah. since we haven't seen them live. Scott's Bluff, um, you know what I like about Sebastian Harsh? He's throwing the ball well. Yeah. You know, he had about 180, 180 last week type of game. Mm-hmm. That makes Scott's bluff really tough. Yeah. And I I think he's a better outside linebacker than he is a quarterback, but that's just my opinion. Um, Blair at Scott is another kind of could be a close one defensive kind of matchup. Maybe. Blair's going to have to practice ball control with Dex Larson, kind right. of that game style they had with York last week. Scott with Tyson Gordon, they're gonna they're gonna want to try and beat beat them up front. And mm-hmm. I, I felt last week that maybe Scott should have even run the ball more. more. Yeah, a little. But more. I think they want to get Tyson Gordon established as a run pass quarterback. Right. And you had a, a cushion that was going between one and two touchdowns. Right. And I think if it when it got to crunch time, they ran the ball. Right. Right. They did. Uh, so I I think that's. Um, one that Scott needs to be on uh, upset alert, especially if Blair would come out and throw the ball, because a couple, three years right. ago, Blair did come out surprise right. Scott big time and threw right. the ball over the place. And if, as we said before, Scott's yeah. one Achilles could be at secondary. Right. And they don't want to have to put Tyson Gordon out there no. <laughs> as if he's going to be yeah. full time quarterback. You, right. you don't want you want to get him some rest. Well, time. he's he's full time quarterback, safety, kicker, punter, kickoff specialist. He, he doesn't return kicks, but he does I think he tapes punts. ankles. Yeah, he returns punts, so he does everything. And well, before we get to right. McCook in New York, I think another one we need to talk about is uh, Ron Colley at Waverly. Yeah, that could be another nice. Good game there. Yeah, Waverly, Reed Manstead, first year as right. coach, coming over from Crete, two and zero start. I mean, that's that's a great way for any coach right. to start a new place with a new system. Right. And, and Ron Colley, I think, is only build off of last week. I yeah. There's disappointment there, yeah, in them that they lost, right. but this is the best they had played Scott in 15 plus years. Right. If there's a lot, if you can take, I mean, there's a there's a moral victory there as much as coaches don't like moral victories, but that's well, it's a confidence victory. Yeah. It's a yeah. confidence game that right. okay, we've stood toe to toe with the best. Yeah. In Class B, probably for the foreseeable future. Right. And if we make one or two less mistakes, mistakes yeah. We're gonna be win. right there. Mm-hmm. So that now go down Waverly. That's that's gonna be tough. Get, and Waverly get, runs the ball, and, and Trevor Brown. It's huge, huge, lineman. yeah. So uh, that'll and, be a, a key game. And then McCook at York. You yeah, know, it's become a good rivalry. Right. And you know, last year's game we were both there at at York. Yeah. So uh, it's at McCook this yeah, year. Yeah. So that's low factor because yeah. McCook's a great place to watch a right. football game. Uh, right. Throwback atmosphere. I just I that game I last see, year was fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I see York winning this one right. by a couple scores. Right, and their defense obviously shutting out Blair last week was huge. So. Yeah, and then a couple in C one Aurora at Wahoo. That's our Pinnacle Bank game of the week. I'll be there. Um, I'll be there once I get done with Southeast <laughs> and uh, West Side. I'll probably do the reverse. I'll probably do a half of Southeast West Side and make my way to Wahoo. And then um, so Aurora Wahoo. I think. Um, obviously, Trevor Lubin, the running back, I want to see him live. I haven't seen him live yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same in, here. In person. And then Aurora, you know, like we said, a pretty nice bounce back win beating Carney Catholic like they did uh, after losing that first game. And, um, you know, I, I think it could be a close game. I, I, 
I've never been to a game at Wahoo, a football game. I've been to multiple basketball things, but uh, no, great, great stadium uh, right on campus. Blue track, blue track. They just changed. it. Oh, did they just yeah. change it? Yeah, I did track. not know yeah. that. Uh, Drorak from uh, Aurora yeah. had a, a solid second game against Kearney Catholic last week, so he's got two games under his belt replacing Baylor Shireman. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to come down to, again, the lines. Aurora last year beat up on people up front, right. and Wahoo lost Sam Colderman. Right. But they returned everybody else from that line. Right. And if they if if that's the difference, I think Wahoo's going to validate its number one yeah. status. And then if you want to talk about uh, lines and running, how about Pierce, Pierce against Ord? Yeah, Pierce and Ord is a huge game uh, in C one, particularly in that kind of uh, north central north, east mm-hmm. Nebraska uh, area. You know, with with Pierce, you got the the triplets at running back and quarterback Dalton Freeman is running a good show for them. Um, last year, the the regular season game was fifty eight to forty two. Wow! Um, you know, it, if it turns out that way again, it's going to be a barn burner. But uh, I, I think Ord, uh, with a new quarterback, probably a little bit down from last year. Right. But you know, they certainly showed they came on second half of the year, knocked off Newman to get to the state finals, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. just ran into the Aurora buzzsaw. <laughs> You're, no one was beating Aurora that day. No, no. Aurora was still a Class B team last yeah, year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so moving on, prospect watch. Max Morell commits to Stanford. Um, that's pretty huge news, I I think. And it's he is that makes two uh, now uh, Pac-12 commitments from Nebraskans in back-to-back uh, recruiting cycles. Luke and War. about four months apart. Right. Right. Luke War and then now Max Morell. So. Um, both kind of post players, long and versatile players. I think it'll um, only bode well for you know Nebraskans going forward and, and being able to have him. I think he's going to have an impact anywhere he goes. Um, now it's just kind of consistency with he's proved it in the summer and at camps and all that. Now it's kind of how do you improve on that 11 points and six rebounds? Can you make Well, it? the first thing is going to be he's got to stay in games. Right, right. You know, I mean, summer summer basketball is called looser. Right, oh, yeah. And when you've got uh, people in, um, you know, you've got your officiating styles in Nebraska, they're going to call it closer, obviously, than summer right. basketball. Right. I, I want to see him play a full 32 minutes. I'd right. lo- I, I, it'd be fun to watch him play a full. And that's <laughs> yeah. got to be his goal this year, sustain games, because yeah. Miller North has such talent all on the court. Right. that. Uh, but, like, they, but they need the big guy inside. Yeah, their top seven eights is going to be pretty good. Um, and then next up in the 2020 class, guy Division One guy, because there's been three now, and there's only four that have offers, is Latrell Reitzel Jr. He's had you know a bunch of schools coming in this week. Um, Southern Illinois, UNO, um, or Omaha, I mean. Um, uh, That's UNO. South, yeah, I'm sorry. South it's UNO to South Dakota State, um, those kind of schools. I mean, South Dakota State, he visited and things. So he's kind of the next one to keep an eye out for. And then um, we did compile a list, or I compiled a list of uh, the college coaches tracker, where all the coaches have gone this week. Uh, and one guy's name that is popping up is Frankie Fiddler. Uh, a lot of schools coming in to see Frankie Fiddler, the junior at Bellevue mm-hmm. West. Um, Valparaiso saw him in Chucky today, and UNO and uh, Utah State's another school that's coming for him and Jaden Johnson at Miller North this week. And 
Um, so he, state doesn't recruit around here that often. Well, is no, there is there a connection? In South Dakota. Oh, moved Craig out Smith, there. Oh, yeah. okay. sure. Yeah, so okay. that's kind of the connection. So that's kind of that full list is pretty detailed on who's even visiting or working out for what colleges and that. And, and where can on, they see that again? On nebhsrecruiting.com, and we have it on Prep Zone too. Um, all all of it. So it's all the full list. Um, and then Nebraska is uh, playing Northern Illinois this week. And there are a couple that we know of in-state kids that will be there. I'm sure there will be a lot more. Omaha North duo of Hunter Push and Sam Scott, uh, lineman and running back slash linebacker. And then uh, Elkhorn South uh, offensive lineman or center, Isaac Zadiska. And a special thing, I'm going to write something on it, but Northern Illinois uh, recruit or commit Jay Ducker, Bellevue West running back, is going to the game as obviously a fan of Northern Illinois. So it's not very often that that kind of happens. Uh, happened with, you know, Wisconsin and stuff like that. So, all right. Thanks, Stu. Appreciate your time. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.